Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> Welcome to Feel Better with Tara Styles. I'm Tara Styles. Welcome to the show. Yay. All right. So if you are watching with your eyes and also listening, I have successfully moved us into the living room to check out a new scenery here for myself, for you all, to see some natural light. We have natural light up in the yoga loft, but it's really kind of coming from all directions. We need to shade and spotlight and shade and spotlight. So yay for a fresh start, a fresh change, and really kind of figuring something out. So I'm very proud of myself today. And I want to share with you all ah, in this lovely episode, hopefully this will be interesting and useful no matter how you spend your time in your life. I wanted to share lessons from our recent online kids yoga teacher training. And right there, it seems so super specific, right? Online kids yoga teacher training. Okay, that's for me or that's not for me. Cool. But uh, this training and really everything that Mike and I and Sam Berlin, our shiatsu teacher and everyone in our Strala community focuses on is first self-care the all-the-time self-care that we are really able to do when we practice moving well in the simple things. If you're grabbing your glass of water, you can kind of pick it up from your hand and go, oh, I'm thirsty, or whatever the frustrations are of the moment while you're checking your phone with your other hand, my goodness. Or you can take a big breath, lean over from your middle, grab your glass of water, bring it back, have a drink, notice how you feel, notice what's happening around you, and then move on to the next thing that you're doing. And I know this sounds super strange, maybe like, why should I practice how I drink water? <laughs> but it's when we have the simple moments of our regular life, we do those more than when we're leading kids yoga or when we're leading yoga or when we're working, all of these things. And how can we expect everything to be perfect and amazing and inspirational when you're doing the thing that you supposedly care about, like your work or your family or your yoga class, if you're not practicing it all the time? So that's something to kind of let sink in around there. I love this saying, how you move is how you are. And... That's either really exciting to hear or it's really triggering to hear. Wait a minute. I move kind of fast and bumping into things. Move fast and break things. Well, if you move fast and break things when you're 
leading others, guess what? You're going to teach them how to move fast and break things, starting with breaking themselves and breaking relationships and breaking physical breaking of others. My goodness. So I'm not a fan of this move fast and break things. (laughs) I'm a fan of move with ease move slowly first so you can figure it out. So you can move fast if you want to or need to, but fast doesn't need to be rigid and with tension and with force and breaking anything. Fast can be swiftly and calmly and crawling down to the ground and crawling back up to the ground as lovingly as you would like to have your most inspirational moment that you share with others. So you have to practice all the time. And this is really what we do all the time with this sitting and crawling and standing, moving efficiently, crawling down yourself, crawling up yourself, getting your breath body connection going, (sighs) working on your body position. Where are you in space when you're leading? Are you right on top of somebody? Are you in your own space, but closed off to others? How are you moving around the space in relationship to others? Are you noticing yourself and the world around you, the people around you, or are you just simply noticing yourself? Or are you forgetting about yourself and trying to put all of your attention on others, which of course is out of harmony as well. So of course, in our kids yoga online teacher training, We did a lot of sequencing for different age groups, starting with caregivers and babies and moving on to toddlers and this big kid age and teenagers and late teens and early adulthood and really worked on not telling kids how to feel, but sequencing in a way where you can create space for feeling using simple language, not to talk down to anybody, but really noticing when you're getting in those little generational catchphrases or noticing when you're just trying to be cool or you're trying to get someone to like you instead of trying to be useful. And this is really a forever quest of leading, letting the movement and letting your own breath body connection be full of meaning without you manipulating somebody, even by the best of intentions, with telling somebody how they should be feeling right now or bossing somebody around in a yoga class. And this gets into so many yoga classes and fitness classes and really everything that we do when we talk to each other. A few catchphrases to keep in mind to maybe eliminate from your vocabulary are, I want you to. Wow, right? I want you to. Now I want you to lift your arms up. Now I want you to come into a forward bend. Now I want you to do this. Now I want you to do this. And I know this seems like I'm getting really picky and maybe even a little bit mean in a way, But how are we going to improve if we don't actually improve? The yoga community has tried to improve. We've collectively eventually called out a lot of abusers and a lot of 
force and tension that's not so great. There's a lot of collective, oh, okay, it's, it's important to feel good, but we need to keep going. We need to keep rebelling against anything we find that doesn't work. And with language, now I want you to just think about it. Now I want you to do this. Now I want you to do this. Instead of take a big inhale, reach your arms up, bring your palms together, bring your thumbs into your heartbeat. That has a feeling that was hopefully useful and descriptive. And even if you're not seeing me do that movement, you can follow along with the breath with my instruction, but also with the rhythm of what I'm doing. So you don't even really need to understand the words, but the words really convolute and clutter up the potential of feeling and just simply repeat everything else we're doing to each other in this life, manipulating, judging, stepping on, creating who's better than who structures. And when you're in a position of leadership, it might be tempting to say, I'm in the leadership position. I'm in charge. Well, yeah, you're in charge of creating a safe environment. You're in charge of understanding how to lead the experience that you are about to lead, being prepared with your sequencing, your class plan. You need to be ready and organized. You need to be clean and feeling adequate yourself, having yourself taken care of, not being needy emotionally for people to validate your goodness in teaching. My goodness, and how do we do that? Well, you can't do it in the middle of the moment of your leading experience, whether that's your work, whether that's your yoga teaching, whether that's your relationship, whether that's anything. And what I love about the practice that I'm talking about here, which is Tai Chi and the healing arts. This practice works in your yoga practice, which is what we do with Strala Yoga, but it works everywhere. <laughs> it works all the time. Moving in harmony with yourself, moving from your center. Softness. There's this huge thing going around, even in our community sometimes. Okay, are we gonna be soft? Or are we gonna be strong? Yin and yang. Okay, well, guess what? Yin and yang create each other. It's not one or the other. It's not strong on Monday morning and soft on the weekend. And if you're in that yo-yo feeling of yin and yang, then at some point, something's got to give. Hopefully you go back to your starting point. Soften. Softness is the action that makes everything possible. Without softness, you can't have strength. Without softness, you can't be an effective leader. Without softness, you're judging yourself and you're leaning into whatever your habits are that aren't useful habits around others. So soften, my goodness, what a good idea. <laughs> and I understand why there's a huge resistance to softness. It makes us feel vulnerable. Softness is simply bending to the breeze. I'm going to soften. I'm going to open myself to others. Whoa, that feels uncomfortable. That feels vulnerable. So guess what? Practice it not in the middle of your yoga class, not in the middle of your 
Zoom meeting or your presentation, practice it when you're having your glass of water, when there aren't huge stakes, when you're not trying to inspire someone else. <laughs> practice it all the time. And then you'll have it when you're leading kids yoga. You'll have it when you're leading grown-up yoga or a meeting or you're giving your presentation or you're trying to be a good parent, friend, partner, all of these things. So we did loads of that. <laughs> and I'm really grateful for everyone having a good attitude about that as well. A lot of time sitting, crawling, walking, standing. And then once we really practice that and get that not feeling strange, but get that feeling like, oh, okay, I can move well when I'm at the grocery store. Now I'm outside of my bedroom feeling like I'm doing this strange practice of crawling down and crawling up. Now it's just becoming how I move. Okay, when I'm at the grocery store, let me pay a little bit more attention. What's happening with me? What's happening around me? Guess what? Safety goes up. Guess what? You've created a safe space. That's how we do it. Go ahead and write your things on the wall. This is a safe place. This is inclusive. All of these things are wonderful, but if you're not doing it, it doesn't work. If you're not soft, if you're not putting your attention on yourself and opening yourself to others, you're automatically creating an unsafe place. So there's so much to practice, and this is so exciting. Tai Chi teaches us that we can only improve, we never master. So sitting, standing, crawling, walking, all of those movements, by the way, are incorporated in everything else you're doing all the time. Whether you're sitting in a meeting with your team, you're going to get up to stand, you're going to move around, you're either connected with your breath and body during that meeting, or you're not, or you're feeling like you need to get your agenda across and you need to tell everybody what's on your mind without being connected to yourself and also open to what's happening around you. So there's a forever practice of uncovering your own habits, your own stuff essentially, and giving yourself attention at the same time, noticing where there's stuck places, noticing if your back is achy, your shoulder is achy, and never suffering a bad position. This is another real gem of Tai Chi and we can't teach it if we don't do it. <laughs> so we need really 90% practice, 10% practice leading others. Because if you're able to do it, you're able to lead it with a little extra practice on actually leading on the structure, on the container, on the sequence, on the language, on the comfortability, on the practice of that. So it becomes as natural as moving from your center and grabbing that glass of water, which by the way, nobody is perfect at. <laughs> practice it today, practice it tomorrow, keep going for a week, a month, a year, and then let me know how it's going because we can really compare notes on this. In my experience, all these claims that you see in our wellness world of so many scams like weight loss and anti-aging and all of these wonderful things that are not possible <laughs> in a certain way. They get us because we want results. We want action to happen. We want 
to feel good about ourselves. So practice moving from your center, grabbing a glass of water and seeing if that changes how you relate to everything else. If you have an issue in your life that needs repairing, you may need some more specific help and outside help and doctors and care and these things, and that's wonderful. But also practice moving from your center. You'll start to see your stress response shift. You'll start to see your uh, at ease life shift. Hello, anti-aging or hello, aging well. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. You'll start to see your mood increase because that extra tension, that extra rigidity can go away easier. You'll start to see your relationship to yourself change and see your relationship to those around you change. How cool is that? So a little summary here. I'm going to read from my notes so I don't forget this on our kids yoga experience here. You lead the experience of how you feel about yourself. And also you lead the experience of how you're moving around the space. And practice this all the time. Practice this when you're dropping the kids off at school. Practice this at the grocery store. Practice this at the meeting, really everywhere all the time. Move as best as you can. Drop the tension in yourself by getting in a good body position. Don't suffer a bad position. Move yourself. Move yourself. <laughs> Bend your knees a little bit. Move from your center. And where your feet, where your hands are on the ground will change. You will get in a better body position. Don't suffer a bad position. You can change literally your position. When you start to get yourself in a better body position with more of your time, you'll start to See about getting into a better body position in relationship to others. So if you're leading a kid's yoga class, you're going to start to figure out how to position yourself when you're moving around the room, when you're transitioning from sitting to crawling to standing to helping somebody through a movement. You're going to be teaching not just the movements that you're showing how to do, but you're teaching whoever's in that class, how to move around, how to be, how to feel by simply you being, you feeling, and you moving around well. So practice moving well in connection with others. Yes, grocery store time. Do it when it's a place where you're not in charge of anything. Practice doing this literally outside when you're walking around in the park. Practice moving well in connections with others. You don't have to be in a knowing connection with others. These can be strangers walking by. Practice a good body position, practicing, noticing what's happening with you and noticing what's happening around you. 
should be obvious to get off your phone <laughs> unless you really need to be on your phone. You can't do this if you're on your phone. <sighs> I would suggest to, if you're not already doing this, use your phone a whole lot less, my goodness, and look around a whole lot more. It's pretty frightening how many other people are on their phones. But guess what? If you're not going to be on your phone and if you're practicing making a connection with yourself and then opening yourself to others, that will rub off on the people around you, even strangers, even people that you don't talk to. It happened last night at Daisy swimming class. I was watching her and I love the teacher. She's wonderful. She has this mantra. I love this mantra. She teaches to the kids and she says, I will walk on the pool deck. Yes, safety first. So they get up, they walk, they jump in one by one, they do their stroke that she's taught them. They get up, they do it again, they repeat the mantra. It's a useful one. They have another mantra. I will be kind to others. <laughs> I love that one as well. I will be kind to others. So I love watching her teach. I love watching the kids. I love watching Daisy, of course. And I have a pretty good relationship with the teacher because I, I chat with her before and after class. And some of the other parents are on their phones. But guess what? When I'm not on my phone and I sit up nice and long and I look around, the other parents might notice me. It doesn't mean that I need to go and make friends with everyone and you need to be super outgoing to do this. But, you know, a wave, a smile, a hello, you start seeing the same people over and over. Who are the people in your neighborhood? You start to be that person who's taking good care of themselves. And guess what? If you are looking for opportunities in life, for leading, for work, for family, for friendships, any of this, if you practice these things, those opportunities will follow because you will be the person that's easy to talk to, that's taking care of themselves, that looks like they're doing a good job in life. And this doesn't mean you need to have your whole life figured out. This means that you need to do these practices. Sit in a chair, soften, let your breath move you. Notice what's happening with you. And then notice what's happening around you. If the noticing what's happening around you is kind of too much information, if that makes you have a panic, skip it. Skip it until it becomes natural. And don't skip it and do nothing skip the noticing what's happening around you and double down on noticing what's happening with you. Watch your breath move you. Get yourself in a good body position. <sighs> Practice grabbing the glass of water. All right, so a few more lessons here to rattle off. Hopefully this is useful. Taking in the whole child. Notice what's going on. This is really the cornerstone of the healing arts. What's going on? What's going on? How cool is it that we have this Marvin Gaye song that literally repeats that in a mantra? And I was always drawn to that song to play it in yoga class, really kind of at the ooey gooey wind down time, like pigeon and hip openers and forward bends, things like that. I love that. What's going on? What's going on? And of course, I pick up a, a book on the healing arts and Tai Chi and I read that What's going on with the whole person is the harmonious approach of the healing arts. So when we're 
leading kids yoga, instead of teaching how to do that pose successfully, and that's the goal, of course, you're teaching movement and that's part of it. But what are you really teaching? What's going on with a whole child? And literally making your best guess possible on how to help them. So maybe it's encouraging them to do a bit more. Maybe it's giving them their own space. Maybe it's just simply noticing and taking them in. So we never know everybody's story and everybody's life and what they need, but we all want to help. And we can make pretty good guesses when we get good at noticing how we feel and noticing what's going on around you. Get good at practicing your own body position, your own breath-body connection, and you'll start to notice the imbalances that other people have. And if you put yourself in the role of wanting to help, you will help with all the knowledge that you have so far. You'll help, and this is why we lead trainings with the skills that we can use from Tai Chi and yoga and vocabulary and body position and all of that. But whatever you know right now, focus on taking good care of yourself with your breath-body connection, with your body position, with softness, and then notice others because you'll see where there's lack, you'll see where there's too much, you'll see the imbalance of the yin and yang, and you'll start to play around in a lovely dance and make little guesses. Oh, I'm going to go stand next to this person right now. You'll figure out pretty quickly if that was a good idea or not by their reaction. <laughs> change your body position, change your angle if you chose the wrong angle. So this is a really cool way to lead yoga that for you as a leader will never lead to burnout because you're not having silly goals like the endpoints of poses. Sure, we're doing movements, we're seeing what the body can do, we're finding the right mix of range of motion and strength always for supporting each individual's life. And that involves improving. But what we're really doing is noticing what's going on and seeing how we can shift and adjust to make it better, to become more in harmony. Okay, a few more little things. <laughs> Probably not what you expected, right? All right, filling the space with your calm breath-body connection makes it possible for others to feel at ease. Yes, coming back to that creating a safe, inclusive space. Guess what? Yes, educate yourself. Yes, learn about the world. Learn about people that are different from you. Do all of those things, but do it for yourself in the moment and the spaces that you enter will automatically become safer, whether you're in charge, whether you're participating in something else, or whether you're just at the grocery store. Keep an eye out on yourself and others. That's such a challenge for everybody, for all of us. But coming back to practicing breath-body connection, softness, crawling, moving, easy. All right, a couple more. Don't tell someone how to feel. Show them how you are being and lead something useful. One little funny thing that came up in the training was drop your generational phrases that you may use that you may be trying to get some cool points with the kids. 
I don't keep up on, on the phrases that are cool. And I do that for a reason. I know it's not cool when old people try to be cool to young people. <laughs> I've, I've never seen it work. It's always funny, but it's never useful. And I don't need to be funny. I don't need to be cool, but I want to be useful. I want to help others. So be clear in what you're leading. Drop the cool phrases. Drop the bad grammar. Speak as properly as you can because you are also teaching others how to speak, especially with kids. Kids are learning everything by how everyone around them behaves, moves, and speaks. So be a good example. All right, one more. Ask, how can I help instead of what can I prove? This is huge. This is kind of the cornerstone of everything that we do with Strala. And I feel like it's such a joy with everyone in our community. We find such fulfillment with going around and really asking ourselves, how can I help? Wherever you are, whatever town you live in, there are people that you can help with your skills. And you don't need to wait to be asked to help. You don't need to wait for a yoga studio to reach out to start leading classes. You can do this in your own family with whoever's hanging around. You can get the neighbor kids to come over. You can do this in a playground. You can do this in a community center. If you want to go and get a job at a gym or a yoga studio, you can show up there first for a while, show an interest in what's happening there. And before you just ask for a gig, see how you can help. See if there's a great teacher there that could use a sub. See if you can pick up some of the mats sometime. Show up and get involved in the things that you want to get involved in. So that's fun. All right, one more. You will give someone the gift of knowing that they are special and unique when you believe that everyone is special and unique. Start by taking care of you and opening your attention to others. So that's really so much of what we all really want to share. We want to teach others that they're special and unique, but it doesn't work unless you believe it. And how do you believe it? If you don't fully believe it, if you want to believe it, practice with yourself. Find your own specialness. Find your own specialness that doesn't relate to your job, to your status, to your finances, to your anything. Be with yourself. Practice getting that glass of water. Practice breath-body connection. Practice sitting, standing, crawling, lying down, transitioning with as much ease as possible. Practicing going to the grocery store with your attention on yourself and noticing what's happening around you. Do this and you will find your own specialness pretty quickly and your own quirkiness and your own awesomeness and your own, oh my gosh, isn't it wild that I exist? <laughs> and you will start to see that in everyone. Now, this isn't some big humanity statement like, oh, but there's bad people and good people and this and that and people do good things and bad things. Yes, of course, and all of that. Come back to yourself, what you can do, and how you can help those around you. And so much positivity will happen from that. So I think that that's 
pretty cool that we got into all that in our kids yoga training. And because the internet is useful sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, occasionally, you can join that really anytime. We have a wonderful group from all around the world that participated in our live intensive sessions. They're all saved. And that's something that Mike and I and Sam and the Strala community are really grateful for having the Strala Yoga app where you can simply join a workshop or a training as well as all of the classes, really any time that you feel a pull. Everything is saved and there and we have an online private group for guides to share and connect and inspire each other. And it's a cool place. So most important, take good care of you. Hopefully this was a little bit fun and useful. Give you all something to do, practice grabbing that glass of water from your center and practice it all the time. <laughs> and you'll be hydrated too, yay. Go practice it and let me know how it goes. So big hugs, thanks for being here and see you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.